Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. And this is the 200th episode of We Hate Movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Thank you for joining us on what is, we all think, a very special occasion, the 200th episode of this fair program. And uh, we've been, we did this 200 times, and I just called myself Chris Cavan on one of the openings. I really do feel uh, violated <laughs> you, by this whole thing. <laughs> we had to take the opening of this show three times. <laughs> Once because Steve said he was Chris, and then the second time because Steve turned his microphone off. <laughs> Batting a thousand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here comes... Every day. Here comes quality entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, we figured what better way to honor a milestone than uh, make fun of Jim Belushi with our new pal, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's been on a couple times now. Yeah. <laughs> This is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and this is Red Heat from 1988, directed by the great Walter Hill. Walter Hill, man. Walter fucking Hill, dude. What happened? Walter Downhill. <laughs> oh. Was that easy? Yes. Yeah. That, was, yes, that was good. Just because it's easy doesn't mean that it's bad. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that wasn't bad. So. I found that joke in the garbage. <laughs> I th- yeah, I was just sitting out there in the trash, and I said, let me dust it off and bring it in. Perfectly good joke. Oh, you, I just got to pick up a little piece of corn off of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like when you find a perfectly good toothbrush in the trash, you know? You just gotta shoo some mice away from it. I said, get out of there, mice. That's my joke. I, I wrap up garbage as Christmas presents. Also <laughs> jokes. And I put it in toys for tots. Yeah, and sometimes I mail it. <laughs> I don't know why my daughters don't speak to me no more. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Eric, what is this movie about? Well, this movie's about Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. plays a uh, a Ruski, yep. I think is the technical term, and <laughs> he's chasing a criminal to a faraway land known as Chicago. And uh, his name's Danko. Danko. Ivan Danko. It has to be Ivan, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I kept thinking Rick Danko, the bass player from the band. <laughs> yes. And oh, I was really? like, that guy always seemed pretty nice. No, but this guy is, this guy's a real hard apple. Uh, this is when Arnold Schwarzenegger's playing a robot when he shouldn't be playing a robot. He's like, I am Soviet, so now I'm a robot too. <laughs> and this was four years after the Terminator, so you think he could have toned that shit down a little bit? He has like two smiles. Like, Soviet... People smiled, right? I mean, no. I, I, no. I was, no, we do not <laughs> they, smile. Absolutely not. <laughs> I was six when the wall fell, but I think they smiled. But not good for national image. But still, <laughs> his face is much more expressive here than it is in Sabotage. Like, well, it, that's because he can fucking move it. Still. Yeah, like I can see his cheekbones doing things at points. Rather oh, than absolutely. Just, like, plastered. Well, he looks like two million bucks in this movie. Let's, oh let's just God. get that right out of the way. And I think that's a great place to start because uh, we start in this weird. Men's bathhouse slash gymnasium, uh, and I guess because it was like a real gay panic, it was like, 
All right, you know what? Can pepper in some babes in there. There's some nude women swimming, but everybody else is just fucking pumping iron. It's like the fall of the Roman Empire. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? And maybe that's a good analogy, right? Because it's <laughs> Soviet Union's about to crumble. I guess that's true. Yeah, you know, and this is like this Caligula gym. <laughs> <laughs> And also, Arnold Schwarzenegger looks like a monster in this thing. Well, he looks there, like the Hulk. There are 500 beefcakes, like, oh just my wedged into this one It room. was a real what-am-I-watching situation. Because <laughs> right. oh, I'm yeah. watching it, and I'm like, oh, man, I hope nobody comes home. And then, why don't we get a few more ladies in the show? Because <laughs> it, it is weird, because it's just, like, all these beefcakes, and then it's just like, man, just a little pair of titties in there. And it's, <laughs> it's like nice. Bob Vila making a mountainside. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then just... Maybe a little pair of titties. Bob down. Ross. Bob Ross. Not Bob, Bob Vila was Bob, this old house. Bob Vila's going to build you a nice pair of tits, all right? Yeah, build you a nice gay bathhouse, too. Yeah. A good Caligula gym. So weekend at Home Depot, I can get you a gay bathhouse for under $1,000. Bob Vila has a YouTube video, How to Build Your Own Caligula Gym. <laughs> Here's step one. But also, why can't the babes be working out? And so, they're just, like, bathing. Yeah, it's I, like, I guess... Like the Soviet prison gym version of like TVs at gyms now. Like that's oh, your right. entertainment to distract you from working out. Is just it's a bunch of babes. Well, TV hadn't been invented yet in the Soviet Union, as I, <laughs> as, I as I understand it from history. That is how it worked, I think. Yeah, yeah. If this movie would teach you anything, it's that. It's this that there's just no culture. It's just this sterile, dirt, evil environment. Like. But- <laughs> to be fair, though, this is a very pro-Soviet movie because That's true. America is pig town, right? Everyone's oh disgusting, truly, and everyone's just gross, and there's crime rampant everywhere. And Jim Belushi is our fucking eyes and ears, a representative, yeah. of America. Yeah, he's the American <laughs> ambassador in this movie. Ooh. Thanks a lot. All right, close your eyes, and I mean, this goes from 1982 all the way to now. Who would you rather be, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Jim Belushi? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger. of course. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're in better movies. You're constantly in better shape. Yeah, you're kind of like weird politically. Yeah. But it's because you're like a fiscal conservative and that's fine. Here's the thing. He was a politician. Jim Belushi hasn't run for office that I know of. And if he does... Holy Toledo! Let What's me tell you, come dude, out of his mouth. Well, I'll say, I'll say this: the city of Chicago. If Rahm Emanuel can do it, he can skate through that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, though, if you're Jim Belushi, you don't have the blood of the California drought on your hands. <laughs> so, you know, everyone just drying up in the streets. I get. I, I bet they're hoping for blood, though, dude, because you could get water out of blood. You could yeah, separate sure. that, mm-hmm. drink yeah. that. I remember that from Tank Girl. Oh. <laughs> Are they doing that with blood and Oh, yeah, that's how they get their water is they bleed people dry. Ice tea's like a rabbit monster in that movie. Is it's that a correct? Ca- with a kangaroo tail. Oh, it's a it's more a kangaroo. But yeah, he's more marsupial than man in yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah it's uh it's bad. <laughs> he's more it's marsupial than Does he have a movie. pouch? He does have a pouch. He also has a bandana on because he's he keep, super cool. Does he keep it? Does he have a little Joey in his pouch? <laughs> I, yeah, like a protein bar, just you know, just just in case. Um so the whole thing is Arnold's partner is assassinated during this raid. Well, no, no, he's assassinated in the next raid. There's two raids back yeah. to back. Oh, well, there's the naked fight raid. That's yeah. just straight up stolen in, from, uh, in Eastern Promises. With, oh, yeah, paging David Cronenberg. Well, you know what? Good for Cronenberg, though, because way more cock in that fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't have Sven Oli Thorson's thing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> 
You didn't do it with a wide enough lens. I could have used that. Is Secundus's dick in this movie? Yeah. Absolutely. Sven Ollie Thorson's one of the other guys that like gets into it with Schwarzenegger. Well, because I feel like it was a thing when Arnold was like at his peak in the 80s. He was like, yeah, all my friends will be in all my movies. <laughs> so like Sven Ollie Thorson's just hanging out. He's totally just an extra. I know, he's like, this is my entourage. He is my turtle. Yeah. Oh, Sven, you're so crazy. <laughs> you're definitely going to put the party animal turtles Ollie Thorson. In my movie, he is in love with sneakers and raw meat. <laughs> Can I just say I couldn't give less of a fuck about that Entourage movie? Who could? Who, Who cares? Who cares? Okay, so all right, so we're doing. Would you rather? You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jim Belushi. Would right. you rather watch the Entourage movie or be dead for all time? <laughs> oh, I, uh, I, I'd go right in the grave. Watch the Entourage movie? <laughs> yeah, I think he's got the right idea. Yeah. I'd, I'd, well, I'm like the age I'm at now when yeah. this decision comes to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I guess I'll watch the Entourage movie. You're going with the of, other one? Yeah, I'm probably I'm, the, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger. <laughs> well, 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 the worst of 2015 is right around the corner. Well, we'll see how that could turn out. Oh, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just sucking our own dicks in that movie. <laughs> As if fucking 200 hours of television of sucking your own dick wasn't enough. It wasn't. It was not. You need your uh, Ari feed. Yeah. Uh, Lloyd, we need the money shot. <laughs> you, I feel like you know a little too much about that show. I know a character's name. <laughs> I watched two seasons. I watched until they were like, you're not going to ever. Like Martin Landau was like, you're not going to do that Joey Ramone movie now and you're not going to do oh, it ever. Yeah. And I was like, well, that would have been so cool, so see you later, show. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit in that show. Oh, yeah. I was watching it during the, oh, man, he's going to be Aquaman. That's kind of exciting. (laughs) That'll never happen. They'll never be Cal Drago. It's Aquaman. How are they thinking he could get beefed up enough to play that? Did he do it on the show? They they, they like, did, did didn't yeah, they? I yeah they, they were doing it they like, did it right no, they definitely did and it, it was like oh it, it made more money than spider-man yeah. <laughs> you hear that? it was a big deal because <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> of course it did it was a bigger hit than spider-man and queens then it, boulevard bro queens boulevard and then he wants to play uh, pablo escobar for a while oh, oh forever he yeah, wants he, to play, he wants pablo, to play escobar. pablo escobar in every scene speaking of pablo escobar what does arnold find in this play in this this the, oh, he when he up, raids this georgian bar this yeah. georgian nationalist bar he fights the the opening scene is actually kind of useless. You should combine them into one because he fights. Yes. He fights Fanoli Thorson in the snow. He like punches him through a brick house. I will out naked you. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> cock will look better than mine. I have no flop. You have too much flop. <laughs> oh my! My fists are useless. They've been beaten to a pulp. I'm going to have to use my unit. <laughs> And then, then that's how he gets... Uh, Dude, he gets, if there was uh, a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger beat someone to death with his penis, I would watch it once a week for the rest of my life. Oh, of course. I think I think it was a deleted <laughs> scene of Commando. <laughs> he is running out of standards. It might happen next year. Not this year, but maybe next year. Sabotage 2. Yeah. Sabotager. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sabotager will totally have some cock beating in it. So he's Sven only does like he's at this bar, go get it, and he's like, okay, cool. I'll see you at the real bar later, bro. This is kind of. I'm glad you got the free trip out of this. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, someone had to pay for him to fucking fly <laughs> oh, yeah, to set. Absolutely. It's like, do you really? We're just gonna hire local extras. <laughs> no, no, no. You won't be disappointed. Hey, director, get Sven one of the girls. Get him one of the girls. I think the truth behind it was that Sven was a stuntman that became, yeah. Right, right, right. And he's great, by the way. Oh, yeah, he's fucking Secundus is awesome. He's definitely way better than Turtle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
most things are way better than turtle. <laughs> so he goes. They go to this bar, this Georgian bar, and it's him and his partner. And uh, Eric, who who's playing piano at this bar? Oh, I think this is Tom Waits. It's as if Tom Waits was over overweight, right? It's like a fat. <laughs> yes, it's Tom <laughs> overweight. <laughs> This bar, like, it's one of those movie bars where you're like, that place smells. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, like, cat shit on the floor kind of a bar, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mushrooms are, like, growing in oh, corners. Yeah, you want to go outside to go to the bathroom. Yeah. You don't want to use their bathroom. Mm, it's, it's like one of those hoarders things where there's just a hole in the wall, and you're like, aren't you going to get that fixed? Like, <laughs> no, because that's where garbage goes. <laughs> but And there's, like, books everywhere, but they're books that nobody in their right mind would ever read. You can't open some of them because they're stuck shut. Yes. <laughs> And he comes in and he's like, I know that the drugs are in here, so we're going to go downtown. And he's, they're like, you know, you're always picking on Georgians. You're a racist. And uh, he, like, throws, he body slams this dude and then goes and, like, twists and rips his leg off. And you're like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it's the 80s. Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, yeah, it's this kind of movie. And, yeah. and I saw him naked almost. Yeah. And he, he's definitely physically powerful enough to do that to a real person. Oh, just oh, yeah. cracking it like a chicken bone. Yeah, and sucking the marrow out. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no marrow to suck because it's a fake leg. But there's drugs stuck up inside it. Cocaine. <laughs> Loose cocaine in someone's leg. Ew. Yeah, I want to put that up my nose. Isn't coke supposed to be glamorous? I've never done it, but isn't it supposed to like fill you with a sense of glamour and ooh, we could like it's like it's and, like watching well, entourage. Well, in this <laughs> case, <laughs> it's like if entourage was a drug. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, this is the only case where you could get a splinter from sniffing cocaine. Can you imagine a piece of wood goes <laughs> in your fucking brain because you're snorting leg coke? More people quit coke because that guy's like, okay, you want some coke? <laughs> Here, here, let me just pull these off. Here's a, and he just gets a fucking gravy hand and smashes on the table. Like, here's like $20 worth. You know what, dude? I'm going to rehab. <laughs> Thank you for saving my life. <laughs> Switching to weed. Vince Neil should have met that guy. <laughs> All those dudes should have met that guy. Um, so he like, he tries to take these dudes downtown and then like a shootout starts happening, I believe. Is yeah. that what's going yes. on? We're running all over the place. It's like sort of on location Moscow, but not really. They did secretly film in uh, Red Square at one point. Oh, did they really? Yeah. They like, they didn't get a permit to. So like Arnold and the other character that's in that shot with him, like kind of just got in costume and like walked up to Red Square and then they, f- they used a camera pretending it was like tourist home movies. Isn't that, is that the end shot which is so bizarre? Like yeah, it, 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 it go, It's out of nowhere and it's like this, yeah, it does look like a home movie. Yeah. There's that one and then there's one like in the beginning, like just for like two seconds where he's told he has it's to like go to America. Shot, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, just a big shootout. His partner's murdered and then this dude escapes who's like the head drug dealer or whatever. Yeah, Victor. He's got a uh, Travis Bickle sidearm thing, you know. Oh, yes. A little, like, robot hand. Oh, it's like a drawer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I have a few. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You can, uh, yeah, you can use a drawer to make that. Bob Vila can actually help you make a couple of those for under $100. Just go to Home Depot on a Saturday, figure it out. You just want to get some WD-40 and get the hinges. Mm -hmm. That's just what you want. (laughs) You just want it on the hinge. Don't get it on the actual draw part, because then it's going to slide off. Your gun's going flying. I'm going to tell you, these canisters, they don't cost nothing. So (laughs) save yourself a pretty penny and use just for what you need. Here's another one-word tip. Coupons. (laughs) 
Uh, so it's like, all right, you got to go to America and go get him. Cut to surprisingly not fat guy John Candy music. Yeah. But it's like enough of a jazzy, like with sleaze jazz. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're like, all right, you're in the heart of Scuzz Town. It's like your standard Ninja Turtles opening, like. Yeah, because it's like everyone, like you're seeing people like load shit onto trucks and so on. It's like rap bucket drums behind behind a big fat fucking saxophone. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of saxophone in this movie. Thank the heavens. And so we're introduced to Jim Belushi, and he's on a raid. If I'm remembering this right, it's him. It's it's um, some unknown white guy who's dead meat partner. Yeah, he's a dead meat PD. Well, actually, before they go in for that raid, they're staking out the place. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. yeah, This was how he would be introduced. Yeah, you're right. And he's leering at a woman saying inappropriate things. Is it fun bags? I thought it was fun bags. Fun bag patrol. <laughs> I think it was, it was a homegrown. Uh, yeah. So it's like you see this babe and it's just a babe like walking across the street you haven't seen anyone yet. Yep. It's just a babe in Chicago, and then it's Fun Bag <laughs> Patrol, and you're like, oh, right. It's a Jim Belushi movie. <laughs> I give her a 9.3. What do you think, Larry Fishburne? And he's like, I'm trying to be professional. Like, they're getting pissed off at him, and he's like, no, I think, th- I think, listen, I think those are some homegrown hooters she has there. No. You're not, you can't, money can't buy those. Look, if I use my hand on Gallagher here, and you use <laughs> your hand on Larry, and Larry uses his hand on me, it's like she's doing it to us. And we just all look at her all at the same time. <laughs> and they're like, we're police officers. <laughs> I, I used to do this with my buddies back in college. <laughs> You know, you you strike out a couple of times a night, and you know, hey. Call, call the old Alabama Slam. <laughs> you put a video cassette on, it's like the same thing. <laughs> your, your fraternity brother's jerking you off in a dark living room. And and that sums up fraternities. The best four years of my life. Got more action than I ever did. <laughs> and they say that you need lubrication. I got to tell you. It's good not to have lubrication. <laughs> Two words, possibly one. Spit shine. Friction. One <laughs> word. Oh, my God. Well, that's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> that was the 200th episode. This is actually, by the way, this is the last episode. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would have to be. So uh, Larry Fishburne's like, hey, you're human garbage. He's like, what? <laughs> hey, I'm just having fun. And he's just like, why? And basically, like, um, the the middle cop, dead meat cop, is, like, mediating because... You know, when they're going up the stairs to raid them, he's like, Blue's like, I just don't think that guy likes me. And he's like, because yeah. uh, your, your, your personality's for shit. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, you're a real awful monster. You, you, we're working right now, and you're talking <laughs> about fun bags. I mean, that's not, no. So then he's like, all right, well, if, if you won't let me say fun bags, let's get a little racist. Let's go arrest those clean heads. <laughs> well, clean heads, I think, is part... It's well, it's gang. like Mr. Clean. Yeah. Right, because yes, they, they're all shaved heads. Yeah. yeah. Did they call themselves the Clean Heads, or does, I, is he calling them I, Clean that's Heads? That's the thing. I think it's just the name the police have given these gentlemen. Really? That no dude in the gang ever says but Clean Heads. I sure. think Victor refers to them as Clean Heads as well, though, because he's working with them. Mm, but I don't heads. think they ever refer to themselves as yeah, Clean Heads. It's interesting. I, yeah, I don't know. It's still just a little racist. It's, oh, this movie's a lot racist. This yeah. is the easiest part. It gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Yeah, this is a gray area. There's hard black areas later. Yeah, so they um, they go in. They raid this place. It's like a little bit of a drug den. There's some arms going on. There's a shootout. 
And it's right away, you know, from like the first dude who gets shot to shit in this movie, he really gets shot up. There's squibs everywhere. You're like, oh, all right. This is like a hard R action comedy. Yeah, okay. Mean, that's Walter Hill. I mean, 48 Hours has this kind of death as well. And yes. And he did that as well. Mm-hmm. So they arrest all these people. We're taking everybody downtown, I guess, is the idea. Yeah. Uh, two or three people are dead already because it's a Walter <laughs> Hill story. <laughs> and he's got this one guy. Belushi's, you know, he, he was fighting this one guy. Yeah. And he's like, you look like Marvin Hagler. I lost money on him. I'm going to take it out on you. And it's like, whoa, yep. whoa, whoa. Yeah. Everybody. Uh uh, black boxer Marvin Hagler is what's going on here. He's yelling at this guy. Yikes. Also, the movie never, like, expands on Jim Belushi's possible gambling addiction in like, this story. Like, come hard. on. It's a hard reality that they just <laughs> ignore. Which is amazing because, as we've said on the air before, there is nothing better than degenerate gambling oh, in movies. Oh, man, it's just the most pathetic thing. Oh, the saddest sacks of shit in, this, in, in the movie world. <laughs> So we go to the police station. Is this where there's an amazing moment? I think it's here. They're getting everybody in the in the station, and like some woman walks by Jim Belushi, like in the hallway, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And she just goes, "Blow yourself." <laughs> yeah, and he's no, like, "Oh, thank you very much. I will." That's when he's going to pick up Schwarzenegger at the airport. Right. Oh, is that and what it is? He's just chomping yeah. on this bag of popcorn. And then just starts, like, yelling at these women. Well, he's like, oh, hey, honey. And she's like, fucking blow yourself, dude. He's like, oh, excuse me, Miss Priss. (laughs) Then he calls up his uh, old college buddies. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You strike out. You got to call up your college buddies. You're never going to guess what happened. Uh, Oh, you guessed it. Yeah, I struck out. (laughs) So, yeah, so they're they're the chief, the commander of this department, uh, played by Peter Boyle, R.I.P.D., uh, and he's useless in this movie, unfortunately. Not useless, he's wasted. Yes. You're wasting a resource well, in Peter Boyle. He's a total snowball. Like, yeah. it's just, <laughs> just like, soft. Like, he, the first time he meets Schwarzenegger, he's like, eh, I have to have the fish here because I look at the fish and it calms me. I'm a character. <laughs> well, and, and I don't understand it because, like, I want a lethal weapon chief. Well, I think that's the, that's the gag, right? It's like in the last movie that we didn't see, he was always blowing his top. Right. But this time around, he's like, yeah, you know, life's too short. I'm Peter Boyle. And, <laughs> but it's just kind of a passive, not yeah. fun thing to watch. And he was also, you know, once they get Schwarzenegger in this office with him and they're talking, he's talking about meditation and whatnot. Yeah. And he's like, what do you co- what do you cops in the Soviet Union do to to, to unwind vodka? <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yep. Yeah. You got to have that vodka line. Yeah, you got yeah, you got to make yeah. that joke. Yeah. And shockingly only once. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Shockingly only he, once. He never gets shit housed in this movie. No, like that's you need a scene where they're just pounding. He's like, "Yeah, oh, you have vodka in the in the Soviet Union. Here in Chicago, we have old style. You can get it for a dollar a pint." And they just go and they get shitty at some like, mm-hmm. you know, nice little bar, but, like a nice Chicago bar. No, it doesn't happen cuz I'm a cybernetic organism. <laughs> I'm a learning computer. He is. He never wants to have sex in this movie. He never wants to eat, drink, doesn't want to sleep, go to the bathroom. Doesn't. I don't think he showers. He it, does oh, shower in one scene. Oh, yeah. He's taking a nice looking shower <laughs> in like a flop house, though. So it's like as nice as a flop house shower can get. So, so Peter Boyle's like, 
all right, everybody, like, this is the situation, you know, uh, you have to go. It's Jim Belushi, you and Take Dead Meat, yeah. go yes. to the airport, pick up this guy. It's yep. It's got to be an easy one-and-done transfer. We got, at some point, Victor is pulled over for, like, a taillight, and they find a gun in his car or some shit. And he gets all off-screen, all off-screen, he gets arrested. It is off-screen, yes. okay. Because yes. I was watching it, and I've seen this movie before, Yeah. Um, and I was watching it today, and I was like, did I just miss that? Was I? I know I didn't get up to go to the bathroom, and yeah. I didn't fall asleep. I know I'm on my phone, like taking notes for the show and whatever. But it is off screen because that's it's the first of two major things in this movie that happen totally and completely off screen. Yeah, he gets arrested off screen. Like, oh, okay. Because in the beginning, when he gets to America, you see him. He's wa- working with this gang, and you're like, oh shit, things are already happening. And then like, oh, he got arrested. You didn't see that. Sorry. No, <laughs> oh, you missed it. Trust us, he got arrested. <laughs> So they're like, go get Arnold Schwarzenegger at O'Hare, you know, bring him back here, prison transfer, and then, you know, we can get on with our lives, safe as can be. Mm -hmm. So Arnold shows up to the airport, and Jim Belushi is just a prick from Jump Street to this guy. And it's like, you know, your relationship with this guy and your job and your life could be a lot easier if you weren't a fucking asshole from the second you see this guy. I think the second thing he says to him has, it's a like... Oh man, do you have anything red there? Oh Jesus Christ! And I'm like man, you're starting out with that one. <laughs> and yeah, this is where the blow yourself line happens yes. at the airport. So they're like, "Oh, we're gonna put you up at this hotel," and he's like, "No, take me to the hotel where Victor was staying. I want to stay in the exact same room as my enemy," which I don't quite understand the motivation. I'm a a learning computer. (laughs) I will learn from the environment. I will mind meld with my nemesis. Do you think that's what's happening? There is Victor residue present. (laughs) I will find out what it has to say. Analyze. Analyze. (laughs) Uh, Victor has VD. (laughs) Victor, you better make contact with everyone you've ever had sexual intercourse with. You're also on the verge of type 2 diabetes. (laughs) You are what they call pre-diabetic. There's this great moment when, like, Arnold gets into this seedy uh, uh, hotel room, and he's, like, settling in, and he turns the TV on. It's like a coin-operated TV, and (laughs) pornography just comes on, and it's just this chick, like, moaning, and he just looks, and he's like, capitalism. (laughs) What? Man, no, he's right, man. It's fucking sleazy business, capitalism. I'm I'm surprised (laughs) Blue's like, oh, man, you're missing the best part. (laughs) You're going to waste a whole quarter get out of the way. Walter, recut this scene. Walter, you're missing all the great stuff. You know, I think it would be pretty spot on if my character ran up from the street because he heard pornography play. Oh, is that pornography? Cannonball! (laughs) He jumps on the bed. Hey there, Arnie. You got a, you got big paws, so go easy on my. <laughs> you don't want me to rip it off, huh? Ooh, a Russian handshake, huh? <laughs> it's go. You guys are training all them bears out there, isn't it? Your big claws. <laughs> You're make me. You're <laughs> making me want to ride a unicycle. <laughs> wow! If this is what it's like, I'm gonna go join the circus. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> and so, like, he, he just basically, you know, he sleeps in the first night. There's, like, money involved. They, they, his his Russian, his Soviet superiors were like, look, bring him back, but also find out what's going on. Because, obviously, 
you know, all this fucking cocaine's coming in from the West. It's destroying our culture. Blah, blah, blah. Gorbachev, Gorbachev, Gorbachev. <laughs> we can't look weak in front of the Americans. Yes. Don't tell anybody anything. That's, yeah, right. That's the yeah. thing they're keeping secret. They don't tell the, the like, Chicago PD the, like, laundry list of charges that are racked up against this guy. Yeah. So they're like, you know, Arnold, like, just get this dude out of here as fast as possible, and then we'll go shoot him in the back of the head. <laughs> yes. You know, once we get him back to the motherland. Um, also an amazing moment here when Arnold comes in the next morning to the police station to ex- like be explained with the, you know, the briefing or whatever with Peter Boyle, Jim Belushi is shown, and this is the biggest fucking laugh of the movie <laughs> is shown playing chess. And I'm like, yeah, right. It's like this little travel magnet chess that he's got. Uh-huh. And of course, because Arnold Schwarzenegger is a, a learning computer and B Soviet. <laughs> he's like, Oh, queen, the bishop six and you win in two moves. And he's like, I got it. Ernie. <laughs> I am the computer that bested Kasparov. (laughs) (laughs) And he's, yeah. I am Watson's grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, Jim Belushi loses that chess game, I think. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He makes some, like, reference to it. Like, yeah, I lost. Yeah, I lost to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, who is agreeing to play chess with this character? That's what I want to know. Zero people. So <laughs> it's the prison transfer. They take him to like the bus station, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, everything's going great. And then this gang shows up, and the clean heads. They're, yeah, they're dressed as guards or something. Yeah. It's a like, real diehard with a vengeance situation. Belushi's like, all right, my job's done. I'm going to go get a sandwich. And it's like, <laughs> well, all right, cool, dude. And his partner gets murdered because he's off his guard. Shot like right in the heart, mm-hmm. man. It's brutal. I love it. And, you know, uh, Schwarzenegger gets taken down. There's a key. Man, oh, man, the MacGuffin of this key. Oh, you got to get the key. The key. The key. The key. Are you the key master? <laughs> are you no, the... I'm Gozer. Are you the gatekeeper? He's a friend of mine. Take me to him. <laughs> right this way. Take me to your leader. Those are some big hands you got there. <laughs> you ever been to college? <laughs> Hey, Gozer, you ever join a frat? Ooh, that's a fur man, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So it's actually Arnold gets, like, beaten half to death. It's a thing where, like, the dead meat partner gets shot. Like, one clean shot, this dude's down. This other guy is, like, beating him with a pipe over his head. But the weird thing is, is Victor at this point gets a gun, He's and he's looking at Schwarzenegger like he's gonna kill him, but he doesn't. And I'm like, dude, movie over, and you're golden, brother. Totally. Just, like, one in the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a pipe takes a couple of times to get him down and shoot him in the fucking head. But he needs the key. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's got the key key that Arnold like sees fall on the floor and like just stretches that big old meaty paw out and grabs and holds onto his hand all the way to the hospital. Because then he gets he gets a concussion. He's waking up in a hospital bed and wakes up and like looks at his hand and the keys there. Like (laughs) that's not how hospitals work. No, it's like let's evaluate everything about this person. Oh, he won't unclench that fist. What's going on there? Get the crowbar. We're just gonna have to do it. Concussions have nothing to do with my right hand. Do what you have to do and leave. Oh, I better keep my weenie away from that. <laughs> You're going to bend that key. We are losing Facebook likes by the minute. <laughs> Just negative likes. Yeah, but for all those that you lose, you're gaining a couple of other ones. Sure, that's true. Some, yeah, some creepy likes. <laughs> oh, I just found this like in the garbage. <laughs> 
so at one point Arnold like changes out of his like Soviet police officer's uniform into this hilarious like Night at the Roxbury suit. <laughs> yeah. And the the running get and it's a stupid running gag yeah, cuz the oh, only God. thing is like the shade of green that it is. And Jim Belushi's like, "Hey, it looks like Gumby." Hey, Gumby, right everybody? Hey, all you adults know Gumby, right? <laughs> Silence from everybody. <laughs> Arnold doesn't. Arnold they also, by the way, they have zero chemistry in this movie. This movie needs to work where they kind of. Yeah. It's a little give and take, and like Schwarzenegger's funny. You know what I mean? Like they have. I would argue they have the one nice back and forth that I always got to laugh out of, where like he Arnold, like Jim Belushi will insult him or not insult him, but yeah. he'll say something that will allow Arnold to say thank you. Yeah. And then Jim Belushi's like, "Hey, you're welcome," and like that's like this nice. Sweet little thing that worked for me. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. But other than that, like them as detectives, no. What's crazy, though, and this blew my mind, (laughs) they're the same heights. They are. What the fuck? And so's Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle is looking eyeball to eyeball to Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. He might be a little taller, actually. I mean... it's got to be a thing where we're putting lifts and shoes, right? Well, not Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle played Frankenstein, and Peter Boyle was in flats. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Peter Boyle was in flip-flops when he played Frankenstein. I just think maybe Schwarzenegger has played against smaller people, usually, or yeah. he wears bigger boots or lifts. He's not as lifts. tall as you think he is. I yeah. Really, like, I remember being a kid thinking he was, like, seven foot, like, under the giant. And right. then you met him on the set of Twins. <laughs> You were Danny DeVito's stand-in, even in 1988? he was playing Danny DeVito as a baby in the beginning. You know, Danny, we are both so short. We could be twins. I think that's how that movie was conceived. You know, I could be pregnant next. There's a great thing. It's somewhere in here when, like, Peter Boyle's mildly chewing them out. Oh, it's when they're chewing out Arnold for, like, not, you know, letting them in on the whole thing, you know? The scope of the investigation, yeah. And at some point, like, it's either Jim Belushi or it's Larry Fishburne. Somebody's like, yeah, Peter Boyle's in there wigging out. And I was like, if it's one thing you shouldn't say about Peter Boyle, it's (laughs) that he's wigging out. Notorious bald actor Peter Boyle. But the best thing is Peter Boyle is the the crux of the stupidity of this movie because... Here, you've got an international incident waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. It's a firestorm on your hands. You've got this. Basically, Schwarzenegger goes rogue. He's a Soviet officer. His Soviet superiors come in and say, you know, you you fucked up this investigation. You're going to have to answer for a lot in Moscow when you come home. And he's like, okay, now I'm going rogue. (laughs) Hey, Peter Boyle, I'm going to go rogue in your city. Is that okay? That's how he justifies the suit is because he's like, now I am undercover. (laughs) (laughs) And definitely make sure the DEA and the FBI have nothing to do with this. Yeah, you're able to make this decision, cop. I've been activated to the secret mission. <laughs> Must overthrow capitalism. <laughs> Launching emergency protocol. And so Peter Boyle's like, and he's like, all right, all right, Ritzik, you go with him. And like Larry Fishburne's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, no, 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 I got a good idea. You see, he, he's the, the, the commie over there, he's not responsible to anybody. And Ritzik, he fucks up everything he touches. The department's not responsible for any of it. And he goes like this. And I'm like, what in the world? And we're, just, la- we're just gonna see what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, here's we're gonna put that scorpion and that dog in a box and just see what happens. Drench it in gravy and see what they do. This is not how you police captain. No, it's not, not at all. 
Not ever. All wild cards. <laughs> yeah, nothing but wild cards. I want wild card. Like I want to see the scene where he goes home and he's like, "Martha, I did it. I finally torpedoed my own career." <laughs> They're going to make me retire early, and we can move to Florida. What do you say, honey? Want to go dancing tonight? <laughs> I'm in the mood now. Really rolling the dice. <laughs> Just taking my own life and the life of really all of Chicago in my own hands. I am going out with a bang. It's ridiculous. So now they're now they're on the case. Right. Now, now around here, do they is when they interrogate Brian, Brian James. James. Oh yeah, know. take us into this streak oh, playing streak. He's a great man. He was great in everything. He's a, he was an amazing actor, Blade yeah, Runner, great, yeah. and now he's dead as well. Um, <laughs> also, now, also, well, no, you're talking about also Peter, in dead. No, well, Peter Boyle is part of that supporting cast as well. Yes, of course, gotcha. <laughs> But it's just this thing. It's like uh, this guy had worked with Victor or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah he might know where he is. Right, he's like a right, pimp, right. a low-level such and such. And he's like giving them a lot of like, like uh, shit. Like, no, you, you fucking cops. I'm not going to cooperate because in the beginning, Belushi's like, all right, all right, uh, Isaac. This is how things go in America. You get to keep hitting witnesses because we got the Miranda rights. So then you know Arnold is just like, okay. I will torture him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he makes him swear on his balls that this information is correct. Yes. There's an awesome thing where Jim Belushi's like, oh, how about a little seed money to get this conversation started? And he like puts a $50 bill in his pocket. Mm. And then when Brian James like doesn't come around, he's like, Oh, maybe I'll get that money back. Oh, what's this heroin? <laughs> and it's awesome because Brian James' reaction as this character is like, "You fucking asshole!" Like, obviously you do. come on. I'm I'm gonna get this the best lawyer in town. Well, and then like uh, Schwarzenegger breaks his hand and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking sue the apartment." And he says the weirdest thing I've ever heard in a movie, and it doesn't scan at all. Like, is this character? <laughs> he's like, "My lawyers make the ACLU look like Nazis," and I'm like, "What?" How how's that a matter? Don't you what? get it, Jim Belushi? Because the ACLU is supposed to protect civil liberties, but instead they're just killing a bunch of Jews. <laughs> what, like what? I, anybody got well, that I, one? I think it's the the ACLU. I think was known at the time as being like very aggressive with their lawsuits. Okay, and, so. Um, but maybe this is also in an alternate timeline <laughs> where they are actually uh, well, I mean, causing a mass extermination of people. I mean, I think it's a thing where in his base logic, it's like the ACLU is the good guys yeah. and the Nazis are the bad guys. But it's just such a weird thing to rope the ACLU into this. <laughs> ACLU and Nazis should never be toe-to-toe no, for any real reason. Definitely not in a Jim Belushi, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie. That is for sure. The only thing that, by the way, Arnold's performance, aside from being a robot Soviet such and such, <laughs> the only thing modulation he does is he does vat. Like, he does do a V instead of a W. Yeah, and he's sometimes rolling that R. Yes, yes. very few times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's this performance. <laughs> so they got to go to Joliet. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm sure Jim Belushi was off off camera singing Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> Remember when my brother made this amazing movie eight years ago, and now we're doing this? He, I guarantee you, he started the. What do you think? Just realistically? Oh, realistically, okay. okay. Realistically, sure. on We Hate Movies, I'm gonna make 
when did James Belushi start calling Dan Aykroyd to get the Blues Brothers, in quotation marks, back together? I know exactly when. It was the day after John Belushi got put in the ground at Martha's Vineyard. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm going with... June tenth, nineteen ninety three. Yeah, ninety. <laughs> I was I was giving the benefit of the doubt too. I was thinking early nineties. Yeah, I yeah. think he's gonna a little time. He's not like a total dutz. Well, because there was that the failed cartoon, which was definitely like the mid nineties. Yes, that never aired. Which yep. is one of those like release the tapes. I want. <laughs> there's two things I want to say. Release the tapes for in my <laughs> lifetime. It's that Blues Brothers cartoon and the Jerry Lewis the Day the Clown Cried film. Which what? I still stand by that when that fucker finally bites it, Where? someone's breaking into that vault and releasing that on YouTube. Or Harry Shearer, whoever goes first. Because <laughs> Harry Shearer's got that movie, too. I think he saw it. I don't know that uh, he has a copy. Okay. I think the story he tells on Stern about that is like he was at some weird Hollywood Hills party and it was late and it was like, you want to watch the Jerry Lewis concentration camp clown movie? And he was like, well, yes, I do. <laughs> hey. Can I call some friends? Yeah, yeah, seriously. How many people can you fit in your living room? Hey, Harry Shearer, have you ever been in a fraternity. <laughs> if that's what it takes for me to watch that Holocaust clown movie, I'm in. <laughs> this is doing it for me. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if this movie had John Belushi instead? Such, I mean, like I'm, and I don't. Try not to do that with too many Jim Belushi movies because you'll break your own heart. <laughs> His whole career, I'm sorry. Yep. It's like Alec Baldwin died and you got you put Stephen Baldwin in everything else. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's like, you know what? It's always better. Or if, um, Kevin Farley, is that his name? Yeah. If yeah. he had become a bigger, bigger deal. Oh, yes. my God. Dodge that bullet. Uh, honestly, though, like. <laughs> That's a dark timeline as well. <laughs> it is. Yeah, the darkest of timelines. We were actually kind of fortunate that it was it's just Jim Belushi. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. No no more super successful other brothers really. Although I like Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges is great. He's yeah. a very talented yeah, actor. Is that it? Let's 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 keep that marinating on the back burner. Well, a you know what? If successful if, other brothers. If Chris Kattan has a brother, I'd prefer the brother. <laughs> I guarantee. Yeah, Chris Kattan's brother like did stand up once, and then that has a really successful car dealership. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, I made the right decision." Yeah, Dennis Kattan. <laughs> so they go to Joliet to interview this guy Abdul Elijah, who's like the head of this gang. Yeah. Uh, and it's a weird like this guard just brings him into Gen Pop, and he's like, "All right, he's over there." I don't go any farther, though. And I'm like, you're the fucking prison guard. <laughs> also, I'm always just swayed by prisons that are set up like this. It looks like the Guardians of the Galaxy prison. <laughs> it, it totally does. Yeah. I don't, like I, these open-air yeah. prisons. Was Lloyd Kaufman in there? <laughs> <laughs> Is Lloyd Kaufman in Guardians yes, of the Galaxy? you didn't know that? No, I'll tell you what, though. The other day, I was trolling on Netflix, and uh -oh. every once in a while, I'm like, Let's dip that toe back into the trauma world just uh, to make sure I still hate oh, it. Oh, you know, it's just just dust off that garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's still it's technically a movie. Dude, it's got it's got minutes. Dip off that body mutilation. It's got minutes. There's minutes to it. Yeah, you dust it off. You put it on the Netflix. It's great, dude. And let me tell you, if you go to Netflix, that first Toxic Avenger movie's on there. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, everybody gives a shit about this, I guess. I'll check it out. And I've watched a little bit of that cartoon, which is definitely a stay tuned to the animation damnation block. For sure. Um, 
But the Netflix rip of this thing starts with this man on the street interview shit with Lloyd Kaufman going up to some asshole in like a toxy Halloween costume. And he's like, oh, hey, Toxie, what are you doing here on the streets of Hell's Kitchen? You look like you fell on hard times. And then this guy's like, yo, Lloyd Kaufman, man. Yeah, it's me, the Toxic Avenger, man. I'm slinging coke out here, man. I got to do what I got to do. And I'm like, what the fuck am I watching right now? And it's 15 minutes. It's this thing. It's like a DVD extra (laughs) that they put in front of the feature of this movie I didn't want to watch in the first place. (laughs) And then I got like five minutes into that movie and I was like, nope, I still hate it and turned it off. Yep. You're Just fine. turned it right off. So this dude, this Abdul Elijah, he's like this blind guy. He's got everything figured out. He's like, he's he's the puppeteer of this whole thing. And he's organizing this drug deal from the inside. He's yeah. running this yes. crime syndicate. I got to tell you, pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, he, and he's blind. So that's even more impressive. <laughs> yeah. That means he really hasn't figured it out. Well, because like there, he has this weird thing. And again, like. This is a Schwarzenegger movie with a little sprinkle in a Belushi. Exactly yes. right. Yeah. He's the spice in the pot, unfortunately. Yeah. And <laughs> but because Schwarzenegger is the only one interrogating this guy. Schwarzenegger moves the plot from scene to scene. Yeah. Well, because Schwarzenegger, in this interrogation, Jim Belushi once again gets racist and yeah. he's like Step out of the way. I do not have a great grasp of your language, but I know I can negotiate this better than you. Well, he's like, oh, I'm going to cut your balls off if you don't do this. And the guy's like, hey, man, you know, I I don't have sex in prison. He's like, okay, well, then I'm going to rip your eyes out of your sockets. And then he pulls these sunglasses off. He's like, I'm blind. And like short thing is like, ah, it's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like, it does, like he gets scared for no reason. Like he's just a blind guy. In the Soviet Union, if you are born blind, you are shot in the back of the head immediately. <laughs> I have never seen a naturally born blind person before. You would be called the disposables. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps into Belushi's arms like uh, Scooby into Shaggy's. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes vice versa, depending upon... Yeah. What that animator's mood was. Hamana, hamana, hamana. <laughs> so, yeah, this dude just kind of gives Arnold the runaround in, like, the vaguest of philosophical well, terms, uh, which th- is weird. Th- this plot of getting the key, and there's also a torn up half of a $100 bill. It's so Byzantine and so stupid. <laughs> that I have It's no- like, you know, you're, you have this half of the $100 bill, and when you find the dude that's got the matching half and the tear line matching Oh, up, are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> I have half of a piece of torn currency. They have to take the key to get the bag. You got to take the bag to the guy with the half a hundred dollar bill. You got to give that guy a hand job. You got to give him a handy, and then you put <laughs> the hundred dollar bill together. He takes the bag, and then I don't know what happens. Ah, uh, handies, <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> Uh, and then for two weeks in a row, Gina Gershon shows up, and I wish she didn't. Yeah, seriously. So remember how useless she was in Face Off? She's, like, just as useless in this movie. Maybe a little less. Because, well, because she's, like, she's Victor's ex-girlfriend. And no, like, it's, they're wife. married. Oh, they're married. It's I'm a sorry. weird, like, green card thing. And he, how long has he been in town? Like, two, he, got, he got arrested almost immediately. Yeah. So, like... 
I don't understand. Maybe he's been doing a lot of like intercontinental living while he's trying to help set up this well, drug deal. It seems that him and the cleanheads have been talking for a long time about what they're about to do. Yeah, they're old friends. So I think they probably got him the wife just so that he, you know, doesn't get extradited. <laughs> got him the wife. <laughs> You want a wife? I can uh, get you a wife. Give me 10 minutes. Yeah, what do you right think back. of a uh, Judy Gershon type? <laughs> Jackpot! You just dust it off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll look just like a Drew Barrymore. Just dust yeah. it off a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, you get some new lights on there, yeah. <laughs> you might even have an Angelina Jolie. Dust that thing off. That's the, that's the comparison. <laughs> yeah. Gina Gershon's the Angelina Jolie that never was. Yeah, because Angelina the... Jolie's a lot more talented, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, yes. And Gina Gershon is not a good actor. Yeah. At all. Uh, so she's in this movie. She, like, has a job teaching dance classes to at-risk youth. But she's also a prostitute. Did I, or am I making that up? You're making that up, I think. There are prostitutes in this movie. I'm not sure if Gina Gershon is one of them. Let's yep. cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to her and they try to get some answers and nothing's really going on. Jim Belushi is once again told in so many words to suck his own dick. You know. <laughs> Everyone hates his guts. It's kind of a fuck you DeMarco, actually. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And what's amazing is it's in that hometown. Yeah. And he's like, aren't I great? Hey, fuck you, DeMarco. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, right on your home turf. So she doesn't cooperate. Right. And what, what is the plan then? Well, we'll just follow her around for the rest of her life. <laughs> So they park the car outside of this dance studio or this whatever. This is amazing because, like, Arnold is the one who wants to wait. And Jim Belushi, another running gag of his is, oh, the paperwork for this is going to take me forever. Oh my and he's, God. like, rambling on about paperwork. And he's like, all right, you sit in the car. I'm going to go get us each of the four food groups. Coffee, donuts, beer, and pizza. Or no, hamburgers no. or something. Hamburgers and coffee, man. Why don't you just eat that on the toilet? Why don't you literally... <laughs> dude, that is... Cut like, out the middle, man. It's like an old school thing. Like oh, You'll see old dudes with a cup of, co- like a cup of black coffee, black Ugh. muddy coffee, and a greasily-ass hamburger, and they've been doing it for 50 years. Yeah, you know, I could see that with you know no, no cheese. Yeah, I think oh, that, yeah. Would, that would ruin the equation. It's a rich man's prunes. <laughs> you get some of those meaty prunes. <laughs> They're okay. Yeah, you dust them off. Oh, we dust off those beefy prunes. It's delicious. Oh, what that? Oh, wait, that one Belushi. Oh, I got another one. You just dust it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one flamed out, huh? Yeah, I got something for you. <laughs> Someone else's garbage is your treasure. There's a, there's a really offensive line that Jim Belushi has somewhere around here where uh, it's somewhere during the stakeout where Arnold's like, you know, we can use her. He's He is infinitely the better cop. Yes. And he's just like, we can use her to find a way to get the victor. We have to just follow her. Because that's his response to Jim Belushi saying, uh, I'm going to bust that bitch so hard she bounces. Yeah. Woof. And you're just like, what? <laughs> What are you saying? I, it's the 1980s, I guess. And even, but like mark. Arnold, like the cold Soviet Terminator is like, that's very offensive. <laughs> hey, Walter, you you find me improv in here? I'm a, okay. <laughs> bitches. I want to call them all bitches. <laughs> hey, Walter Hill, bitches, right? <laughs> what, I'm fired? <laughs> By the way, when he's uh, off getting his uh, coffee and hamburgers, <laughs> a man approaches the vehicle with a bat. This is my favorite part of the movie. 
And uh, he's like, uh, he want what he wants money or something. To, he's to ripping al- him off he's to saying, allow you to park there. He's like, this is my parking spot. You can either move this shit box car, which is awesome because it's Jim Belushi's car. It's getting called a shit box, uh, or you can pay me fifty dollars to park here. Is what he says. And Arnold's like, do you know Miranda? <laughs> and he, she's like, no, who's that bitch? And then Arnold just like clocks this guy right in the face. Pretty good. It's yeah. pretty great. And then like Jim, it's it's this is a scene that plays with some successful comedy because Jim Belushi comes back with the bag of food and the two coffees, and he gets in the car. He's like, "Hey, everything all right here? Yes. Oh, everything's going okay? Yes. Then who's that uh, sack of shit laying out there on the sidewalk?" And Arnold's like, "He lives here." <laughs> And it's amazing because he's a robot just repeating things that he hears human beings say. Well, yeah, he is just like a little kid, like, oh, this is how it works in America. <laughs> hey, Danko, can you uh, give me my feedback there? Got to fill it up here. In, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's trying to do that. But then Gina Gershon walks out yep. and gets into a car and it's like, we have to go. We have to move it. <laughs> So then he speeds off to follow her, and the coffee falls on Jim Belushi's testicles. <laughs> oh, man, it's awesome. <laughs> oh, I hard-boiled my nuts. Oh, he's like, oh man, it's going to look like I peed my pants all night. <laughs> I love Actual that. quote. Which all is like- night. All <laughs> night, he's saying. What are you talking about? It's going to be dry in 15 minutes. Well, he's wearing like a polyester blue suit, so it's never going to work out. <laughs> Could at least drop this brown coffee in the back of these slacks and look like I shit my pants. So it turns out they well, they go in like a parking garage and Victor's there and I, I think at this point they got the key and somebody and the else scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is another uh, amazing this... moment of Jim Belushi's character being a racist. This is the most offensive thing because it's like it's 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 Victor and all the clean heads were all African American dudes with guns and he's like. Oh man, it's like a basketball team with guns, and I'm like, oof. It's amazing. You can see Arnold look over and be like, hey, hey, Walter Hill, am I supposed to be laughing at these lines or what? Walter, you said I could improv, right? You said I could do that, right? Okay. They look like NWA. (laughs) (laughs) At least Sven and I, when we hang out, it's just about the booze and the women. We don't make any offensive, racist, or sexist comments whatsoever because we don't, we don't have to resort to that kind of language to make each other laugh. Hey, Walter, are you okay with Sven being the assistant director in this movie now? <laughs> he needs something to do. He's all of OA in my Hollywood Hills home. You'll have to, of course, quintuple his salary. I'm sorry, it's on the minds of everyone listening. Who is his Johnny drama? <laughs> oh, that's a great question, actually. Yeah. I feel like there is, there was like a third guy. That Asian guy that kind of looks like Cheech Marin? Yes, the guy that he throws through the window at the beginning. Yeah. Is that guy in this posse, though? Because no, I feel I like there was at least another buddy of Arnold's and it's not Lou Ferrigno because no, they're not really friends there was like another guy that I think was another like stunt man that came up through the Arnold oh, posse ranks but maybe maybe also it's like okay Shane Black you'll do <laughs> I was going to say Dolph I, I, there might be some bad blood there I think yeah. you know, oh really like, you are stealing my act <laughs> oh, Sven yeah. could you believe this son of a bitch <laughs> So yeah, it's like oh, I burned my dick off, and again he's like he's like don't crash the car, not because I'm concerned about our safety, but because the paperwork's gonna keep me up till dawn. 
there's a big scene between him and Victor, and for some reason it's like, hey, let's talk in American language for no reason. Dude, you're totally, there's no way they would be speaking English no. in this scene whatsoever. It's just the two of them totally alone. Which is also crazy because this movie has shown us several scenes now of yes. people just speaking Russian to each other. Absolutely yeah. right. We're and, fine with subtitles in this film. And yes. the way sometimes movies do this, and then, like, they'll start the scene with the foreign language yeah. using the subtitles, and then they'll just start speaking English and a lot of that I think is like you're supposed to interpret those scenes as like they're still speaking whatever language they started yeah. out with, yeah. but they just cut it, you know? It's Yeah, it's that, or you'll even have, like, you'll just never have anyone speak anything, and you just have to assume, like, when we see two Russian characters, they're probably actually speaking Russian, right. but we're yeah. assuming that they... But, like, you set it up one way at the beginning of this movie, so then in this parking garage, they're just speaking English, and you're like, what the fuck for? I think it's because the guy who's playing Victor was actually born in, like, Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, like, he has no grasp Oh, yeah, I mean... Of you know, not that Arnold's Russian is fucking, you know, impeccable by any means. The guy who plays Victor is kind of a weird, I don't know what else he was in, but he kind of looks like Ira from Mad About You with a duster and like kind of jacked. Oh, cousin Ira. Yeah. yeah. He's big on uh, like B-horror -mov movies. He looked very familiar. Like like those movies where like a virus like eats somebody's brain and then it eats somebody <laughs> else's brain and then they turn into Sven Oli Thorson. Yeah, like the '80s market of that. That was this guy's bread and butter. And I don't understand the end of this scene because they have this big standoff. Everybody's talking shit. Yep. And then Victor just walks away, and I'm like, uh, "Hey, Arnold." Fucking arrest him, dude. What is going on right now? Well, they don't have guns. Yeah, and they've been outnumbered by the gang, so they, there's just no... Oh, 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 that's right, because hilariously, a couple levels up in this parking deck, everyone in this gang has a gun to Jim Belushi's head. <laughs> and well, that's what I didn't understand, is because clearly Danko hates his guts. And they, he, but he's a professional, and he's he, not about to let this dude die. I guess he's a professional, and I guess that's it, but really, they're like, okay, you go away. And if you don't come back, we're killing Jim Belushi. All right. See you later, movie. <laughs> win, win. So at some point, like, there was another Russian dude that got... Uh, oh, it was way back during that bank shootout yeah. or the bus station yeah. shootout. Uh, so there's a dude that's been in a coma in the hospital. So he wakes up and they go to the hospital. And it has been five minutes since the shootouts happened. So we got to get right back to it. Cronenberg uh, stole from this movie. I think uh, Christopher Nolan's got a little blood on his hands because this is uh, Heath Ledger's The Joker right now. It's oh, a absolutely. It's a man dressed up as a blonde nurse. Yes. And he's walking around the thing and like he actually spikes this guy's veins, kills him. And. Belushi, of course, is like, hey, who's that bombshell? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And this scene... Did I go to college with you? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you look awfully familiar, I never forget a poem. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's this shootout. And Arnold, like, the dude pulls a gun on Jim Belushi, and I'm like, do it. Just do it, buddy. <laughs> And Jim Belushi, like, jumps over this nurse's cart. And actually, if you go back and watch through the tape, I think Jim Belushi throws a woman out of the way <laughs> to, like, shelter what this woman could shelter herself behind. It's also that bullshit action movie thing where anything made of metal is bulletproof. Like, yeah. it's, it's like dinner tray. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's the cheapest aluminum shit. And, like, just bullets are sparking off it for whatever reason. And so then Arnold comes down and he's like, not today, the Joker. And just, like, shoots this guy 900 times and for some reason 
Is it Gina Gershon's there? Yeah. And she keeps on saying, don't do it. She's, try- she's trying to be like peacemaker in all of this. And I'm like, get out of this movie. But I don't remember them saying like, oh, this is my brother or this is my best friend. She or totally anything. acts. Yeah, you're, you're and, right. And I'm like, well, who gives a shit? He's an evil son of a bitch. And it's awesome because when this guy goes down, the wig like gets caught on this glass case. It's actually, a re- I mean, it's Walter Hill, so he knows how to shoot somebody sure. up, you know. And this dude just goes back, the wig gets caught on a casing and it falls off. Well, it's amazing because the crowd's like, oh my God, he killed a woman. And the wig comes up, like, oh, it's a guy. You know, everyone has that same exact reaction. Jim Belushi, he gets, he stands over this corpse and says something to the effect of, oh, well, at least it's just a guy. Oh, man, female privilege. <laughs> It's rampant. It's really rampant. Oh, my God. We got to c- c- cut back on it. So Arnold, like, just lets Gina Gershon go at this point. And he goes upstairs, and Peter Bullock shows up, and he's like, oh, man, I guess those wild cuts. This is a pretty big bloodbath I got on my hand. Wow. Hey, everybody, isn't it looking bad for me? <laughs> it's looking real bad, isn't it? Oh, man, look at all that municipal property. <laughs> Down the drain. I'm really glad that the commission is on vacation. He's on He's on medical leave for cancer. He, he's, got, he's got his own problems. Oh, <laughs> hello, fish. I'll be sleeping with you soon. <laughs> There's also a little, just an annoying thing. Everyone keeps calling this guy that got murdered a drag queen, which it's, he's a, like, unless there's a review involved and we're dancing. If you're, if you're singing a song, you know, if you're singing a show tune. Please, Rudy Giuliani, drag queen, this guy, no. (laughs) He's a cross-dresser. He cross-dressed for a while. Whatever. And it's for professional reasons. <laughs> it's you not a you personal thing. You're literally in disguise for work. <laughs> maybe it is, and maybe he just does that. Again, until he picks up a microphone and does a, does a number, yeah. he's just a cross. It's called professionalism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's the thing is, most people are, you know, uh, you know, it's a drag queen this, drag queen that. Jim Belushi refers to this man at one point as El Transvesto. Yeah, of <laughs> God course. damn it. Why? Why? Hey, this joke's pretty good. I found it at the bottom of the garbage. Oh, yeah, you just dust that off. <laughs> Walter, can I use this? Well, it's only part of a transvestite slur. Just put an O on it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it work, you know, <laughs> DIY. And, and, and hey, that doubles as butchered Mexican, dude. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's 1970s homophobia. It still plays. It still plays. <laughs> There is so then we're it's like they have no leads. They're technically off the case. Peter Boyle is loving the way his career is going down in flames. Danko's gun is removed from him. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's stripped of his weapon, and so they're at this diner, and this is the most piggish and offensive Jim Belushi gets in this movie because they're just sitting, you know, at this, you know, the the bar at this coffee shop going through this dreaded paperwork that he's been talking about for 45 minutes. And they're going through, and this is where he's trying to, like, bond with Arnold. Like, oh, do you have a father? What do you do? Your mother, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. And this waitress comes up to top off his coffee. And he's like, hey, bitch, I got this coffee just the color I wanted to. You step off, please. And, like, the woman's like, God, fuck you, buddy, and walks away. And then, like, you know, they hash it out a little more. Like, oh, our parents are both dead. He makes some lot because they both have no family, really. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're going to be light on the Christmas shopping this year. <laughs> oh, man, that's depressing. <laughs> Christmas is outlawed in Soviet Union. He's like, ah, uh, my, both my mother and father died under horrendous Soviet-related circumstances. Um, my but, father was choked by Joseph Stalin himself. <laughs> but then it's, oh, God, I hate his guts in this movie because then he he finishes the coffee and he goes, 
uh, hey, sweet cheeks, while we're young. And he starts <laughs> waving this coffee cup in the air. And I'm like, you fat piece of shit. What you, an asshole. You man. just told her 45 seconds to go to get out of, her, out of your face. I really have never seen an actor who goes into every scene being like, I have to antagonize every single character around me. Yep. Oh, that's, God. that's the key to it. He's like a human Daffy Duck. Yep. It's horrendous. Daffy Duck had better fucking morals than Jim Belushi. <laughs> That's, That's actually true. true. And he had no qualms about cross-dressing, right? He didn't, no. <laughs> Did he, he do that, or was it just Bugs? It was, no, Bugs was, I, I, Bugs was predominantly the cross-dresser. Right. I'm sure Daffy did it at some point. Yeah. He dabbled. He was at least kind of cool with it. Oh, Daffy yeah, dabbled. Yeah, he was cool. Da- Daffy did. It was Hollywood, man. It was the 30s. Everyone smoking J's. Yosemite Whatever Sam, on the that. other hand. You know what, though? But even Yosemite <laughs> Sam... In a 1940s fucking cartoon, written, drawn, all by men, no, at no time did that rabbit come out from behind a tree dressed as a lady, and someone went, oh, blah, 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 El Transvesto? Yeah, no, never. A no, fucking I mean, old golden Hollywood cartoon is more progressive than Jim Belushi. Yeah. Elmer Fudd was pretty progressive sexually. Yeah, yeah sure. Absolutely. He was, he's down with it. He lived alone. He was neat. Yeah. Whatever. You got it. He went whichever way the wind blew, all right? <laughs> he followed his heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He didn't he looked at the pair of eyes first yes. and then fell in love. You're goddamn right. Uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So this is speaking of beautiful things. Oh, nice setup. <laughs> nice setup because this is when we get Arnold taking the hottest flop house shower you'll ever see and the steam's all over the place and there's definitely one he's like it it makes you think of the bodybuilding days because there's a shot of him soaking up the heat and whatever, yeah, and he's yeah. like got his chest out and he's looking up just like, oh yes. And I was like, is someone below frame doing something? <laughs> well, what is happening? Well, the most amazing thing about this is when he goes to the he, Jim Belushi drops him off. And Jim Belushi has the gall to say, you go take a shower. (laughs) Do you want to think about the smells that are emanating from Jim Belushi? It's all sausage and coffee and piss and shit. That's all it is. (laughs) And he has the gall. To say you go take the shower. Yeah, what a real asshole. And he, and he doesn't take a shower, by the way. He no, you never right see Jim back. Belushi taking a big suck me shower. And uh. this is in the the Byzantine plot. At this point, Victor is trying to fuck over the clean head. So he's like, okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in room 305. Oh, yeah. And Arnold happens to be in room 307. And in 305, is this prostitute just watching like Jenny Jones or something? Oh, it's the people's. It's oh, like a oh, shitty yeah, yeah. people's court. And, you know, she's just like, you know... Her her uh, her guys in the shower there, much like Arnold, yep. and you know it, it's a, it's a, it's a fake out. You know what I mean? You yes. don't know which, which room they're going into. They come in, they blast the room up to shit, and then this fat fuck falls out. Yeah, it's oh god, dude, this dude goes down. It's just a big fat guy with like nine holes in him. <laughs> Eight of them are bullet related. <laughs> he looks. I don't think he's George, but he looks like a went. <laughs> you from the uh, clan went? Maybe, like, Colin went. <laughs> yeah. So then, like, it just leads to what's a pretty decent shootout yeah. here. Arnold comes out. Because Arnold's now gotten a new gun yeah. from Jim Belushi. <laughs> yes, uh, he's, uh, he's got a forty-four Magnum. Yeah, that's... Powerful what, handgun in the George, world. what dirty Harry used. What is dirty Harry? Yes. D- dirty Harry does not compute. 
Did anybody notice uh, in the aftermath of the shootout when, like, the Chicago PD descends on this hotel, uh, a nice little cameo in here? It's a 1988 Kurt Fuller. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Just Kurt as Fuller. Of, as the, he's, uh, he's just a detective. He's questioning uh, Pruitt Taylor Vincent. Who? That's the flop house. The, flop, uh, the guy who runs the flop house. He's been in a hundred movies. Pruitt Taylor. He's a lot fatter and balder these days. Oh yes. Oh, yes. he's the dude from Identity. Yes. 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 He is. Oh, stay tuned. And Constantine. Double stay tuned. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it's just Kurt Fuller hanging out, and this is like 1988. Kurt Fuller's been in things. Yeah. He's one year away from being in shitty Ghostbusters too. Maybe his storyline got cut out. Maybe it's like a Terrence Malick thing where they just cut all of them. <laughs> oh, out. it's like a whole Kurt Fuller yeah. movie. <laughs> That could be the two-hour cut. I could use a, this. Could I could use a, a red heat that's sort of like the tree of life. <laughs> yeah, dude, you know, I'm down. Just like breathing it in. We're getting like low-angle shots of so, what the what the you know the crack babies think of certain scenes and <laughs> random shots of dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. look at all those dinosaurs! <laughs> oh, is that universe being created? Cool. So while we have this like Kurt Fuller cameo. Somewhere along the way, Gina Gershon just gets murdered. Off screen. Yep. Just totally no, like, like just, a radio report. You, yeah. you <laughs> just cut to her on a slab. <laughs> just a total slab, like Laura Palmer body and bag. By the way, and no one gives a shit. No, no the movie doesn't give a Even shit. Arnold is just like, she had it coming. <laughs> Arnold, who is responsible for her death. He does not give Because if she was shit. arrested, Victor wouldn't have got to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, 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 no. She tried to stop me from killing the Joker. <laughs> so she may now join him. I mean, so, you know, whatever. We finally determine where this drug deal is going down. This is the third act of the movie. It's over with. We have a bus chase. It's back at the bus depot, and it's like... Victor turns on the clean heads. He kills them. He gets the money and the drugs. And he's like, all right, now I'm going to just go in this bus and drive to the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to haul ass to Lollapalooza. <laughs> and uh, Belushi and Schwarzenegger are hot on his tail. They they get in their own bus, and it's a big, fat bus chase. And like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool, man. Bus versus bus. <laughs> The greatest of automotive vehicles, a bus. Who will complete their route first? <laughs> you can't miss any of the scheduled and non-scheduled stops. You can't make it all the stops. <laughs> they kept ringing the bell. And, I mean... And I, now I am driving the bus. <laughs> I am Batman. I am driving it again. I was driving it before. I took a break. And now I am driving again. <laughs> So at the end, we get this Mexican standoff, right? Oh, I, yeah. They're, we're playing chicken with buses. Yes. And, you know, I think at this point, Belushi almost kills... Uh, I'm sorry, Schwarzenegger almost kills Belushi because he's getting in the way, right? He oh, There's a part where he pulls a gun on Belushi. Yes. And it's like, it, there's a, yeah, there's a little yeah. bit of a standoff yeah. situation. Yeah. That's before this bus chase. Okay. But then the bus chase happens, and it's awesome because, one, Arnold almost gets hit by a bus because Victor almost drives him... Over, like drives yeah, over yeah. with this one bus. Arnold steals another bus. You, thank God he didn't get hit by that bus because that bus would have been broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. City of Chicago would have been in real hot too. Yeah. And so then, you know, Arnold's driving the bus and Jim Belushi's trying to get on. He's like, Wait for me. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, the movie's fucking forgetting you, Jim Belushi. It is because at the end, like, you know, he's like, oh, all right, you. 
and there's this thing of like, oh, he killed my partner. And he's like, but he killed my partner first. And yeah. he's like, all right, you win. And he just like, was like, all right, talk to you later, movie. Yeah, like uh, Arnold flips their bus. And like they crash into something. It goes over. And so it's like, all right, Victor's out of his bus and we are out of ours. And Jim Belushi is literally like, all right. You take it from here, Arnie. Well, well, Victor's bus gets hit by a train. And he walks oh, yeah. right out of it. Oh, he waltzes right out. It's pretty great. He's like T-1000. <laughs> Dude, speaking of Terminators, man, you have this shot of like a big, like foggy, smoky train yard, and Arnold is walking through. He has the same head injury. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. But, but it's not like two Honda Civics hit each other. <laughs> It's yeah. a it's a fucking train hitting a shitty bus. And it's amazing because this conductor gets out and he's yelling at Victor. He's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And just instantly gets shot by him. Guess what? If a guy survives a bus crash like that, walks out pretty nicely, you just duck down and let him do whatever the fuck he's doing. Because if he's that motivated to get out of a bus and keep doing shit, yeah. there, it's a blood feud. There's a blood feud going on. And he's got at least seven weapons. And Arnold, they start shooting at each other immediately, yeah. and they're not that far apart, and Victor doesn't hit him once, and Arnold just blows this dude away, and it's like, you know, Arnold's got to get, like, take a hit in the side, maybe, yeah, yeah. get one in the shoulder or something. Maybe he needs to get hit by the second train that comes. You know, <laughs> I, he's our big villain. We've been following him, you know, country to country at this point. Let's, <laughs> let's up to Annie. Uh, but he dies. He just gets shot. Totally dies. And, th- and that's the end of it. Like, they, Jim Belushi drives him almost immediately to the airport. Yeah. And they're hanging out in the airport bar, and there's an. They're watching baseball. It's I like, don't understand the baseball. Oh, well, it's because it's American and you're a fucking moron, right? <laughs> That's what you meant, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, Arnold's like in Soviet culture, you know, if you want to show someone that you want to be friends with them, like you give them a gift, like a sign of friendship. Here's this watch. And Jim Belushi all of a sudden is this expert jeweler. Because <laughs> yeah. he's just like, oh, well, look at that. That's a thousand dollars. He takes that, that, I'm that like, give... let looking glass. Yeah, he's like, oh, you gave me your watch. I'm going to give you mine. It's a thousand dollar Rolex or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay, that's nice. And he takes Arnold's watch and he looks at it and he's like, and yours is a $20 East German NACA. Oh, no, what have I done? I'm like, how are you eyeballing this? When are you a watch expert? And I love how they don't at all pretend to set up a sequel, which I appreciate about this movie. It's like, well, we'll never see each other again. Yeah. <laughs> never again. And they shake hands and the movie ends. Because it's not like, well, it's not like, you know, I could get into a lot of trouble in the Soviet Union. You know, and that's like, what that sequel is, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. And you, you know, know what? Now I want that sequel. Dude, I get you it still before. can do it. You can still do it. They're both. How? They're still alive. Both, but of not them. not the Soviet Union. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's dead. Well, well it, that's what. No, either, that's alternate would, timeline. Well, yes, oh, one shit. possibly a dark timeline, but two, just to showcase this character's ignorance once again in the sequel. You could have Jim Belushi, like you know, get at the he flies into you know a Moscow airport or whatever. He's like flew into Miami Beach at USC, <laughs> and he's just like singing back in the USSR. And Arnold's like, uh, you know, that doesn't exist and, anymore. No, and then an assassin's bullet <laughs> shatters through his skull, and it's over. Here's our twenty-minute short film, <laughs> the sequel to Ready. Honestly, though, I mean, I didn't check the box office stats on this, but I don't know. How they didn't do a sequel to this yeah. movie. Because that's it's just 
you could do all sorts of sequels with this. Oh yeah, he could. You know, Jim Belushi could accidentally stumble into like a, a presidential banquet, and it's like, oh, <laughs> hey there, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I don't think Walter Hill is working with Jim Belushi again. Yeah, yeah that was it a... was one and done. Oh, also, nobody wanted it. <laughs> I mean, the gang is still technically, like, you know, yeah, the they, dude running right. the shit from prison. Yeah. You know he's going to get more clean heads out there. Come on. Sure. Let's do it. It just writes itself. And Walter Hill's making movies again. He made yeah. that Stallone movie. It's a not bad movie. He, you know, he I could do something. Was Bullet yeah. in the Head, that's yeah, what it's called? Yeah, in the Head, yeah. Would anybody recommend Red Heat? It's not, you know, honestly, on paper, it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> um, it's a bit sluggish at parts. And the action set pieces don't really pay off. It's not a recommend for me. I, I totally agree with Steve. I mean, I I think I, when I was younger, I liked this movie more because I liked the idea of this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm watching it again, and I'm just like, Jesus, won't they get to this stuff? You know, like, <laughs> when are they going to get to the fireworks factor? Exactly. Exactly. So. I mean, yeah, it's definitely really sluggish, and you. It doesn't give you anything that you want until the end. It's something that happens a lot with these kinds of movies where all the action fireworks are, like, held out to the end, really. Mm. Um, But it's also, like, Walter Hill's worst movie by, like, a mile, I would say. It definitely is, but I guess I'm the differing opinion on We Hate Movies this week (laughs) because I liked this more this time I watched it. Like, we did a live show with this movie one time. And I, I even think at that, I was like, nah, fuck it. I don't know. I think I must have been in a good mood today because I was just sitting there like, this is stupid, but whatever. Yeah. I'm having a good time. And, like, Walter Hill knows how to direct action. Sure. So, like, it is probably it his look, worst movie. but It looks okay. I'll, I'll give it that. It does look okay. Yeah, it's a totally clean – I mean, yeah, at the end of the day – if you had anybody else but Jim Belushi, preferably John Belushi, do, doing this kind of thing. Or like a Nick Nolte. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Get Dan Aykroyd in there. He's more interesting to watch. You know, Eddie Murphy. Like, Walter yeah. Hill already made the first 48 yeah. hours. He knows both of those guys. Get one of them in to do this. Sure. You know, but I guess they just, they, they wanted that comedy. So, I don't know. A Chicago fat slob comedy. <laughs> That's Red Heat from 1988, directed by Walter Hill. Now, we thought... That we put this out on Twitter, we do a little like Q and A for the 200th episode. So we had people tweet at us some questions using hashtag WHMQA. So I've got some pulled up. Well, maybe we'll just answer a couple of these. Yeah, sure. So we don't want it to go on too too long. But we had a lot of people like write in and ask us about stuff. So, um, so this is from uh, at B Movie by Tweet. Uh, they say, "What long lost VHS movie?" Do you really want to finally get a Blu-ray release so you can give it a high-def WHM treatment? Well, first of all, I would say it doesn't. We'll do a movie that's on VHS. We've done that before. But so so let's just say a movie that hasn't been released yet that you want to see on Blu-ray. White Star. Ooh, oh, starring you stole De- my answer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Starring <laughs> Dennis Hopper uh, by Roland Clint. I Clint. Think. Clint? Clint. Clint. Eric and I saw it at the Spectacle Theater in Brooklyn, and it it was amazing. It's a New Mercedes Benz tomorrow. And, and no, it's, <laughs> someone's going to get that somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Sammy and Rosie get laid. It's uh, Stephen Fears, uh, I think it's his first or second movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only get it on VHS now. Uh, and I watched it in college, and I was obsessed with it for a long time. Oh, I'll, I'll actually, uh, The Devils. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 man. And Listomania. Lister, yeah, and, All a, Ken Russell. Ken Russell. Exactly. Make a box set of well, Ken I Russell. Well, I think Listomania is on Blu-ray. No. I it, <laughs> I just think it's not a American I think it's movie. like yes. a BFI. I think there's no I, problem. Well, with... you know what? Not on Blu-ray, then. 
I don't know if you guys know this, but do you know where I live? Yeah. You know what region we're in, gentlemen? Yeah, I know where you live. You live down the street from me. I know exactly what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> but so, but the actual, the other thing about the devils, though, the actual cut of the devils, yes, the cut, yeah. oh which is like vaulted. Thanks a lot, Warner Brothers. Uh, I would say Chud Two Bud the Chud, <laughs> <laughs> not for nothing. I think that's a like Region Two Blue or a DVD. Yeah, but I don't even think it's DVD around here. Maybe these days I haven't checked in a while. But just because I was looking at that VHS that I had the other day and was like, I know I'm the only one who kind of enjoys watching this movie. You're <laughs> literally whatever. the only one. You know, yeah. if it's cheap, I'd buy it. Uh, so let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So <laughs> uh, at BC Thomas Zelenka says. What the hell happened to Nicolas Cage's career? A debt. <laughs> yeah, he owns like two islands and a castle. Yeah, that's a lot of upkeep. He's got to make he's got to make the money, and you know what? He's, he's you can't be too choosy. Yeah, I mean, I never I didn't see that Joe movie was supposed to be okay. He's good. He's good in that. I Joe's mean, good. Yeah. He's a guy that is. He just needs you put him in something. He's gonna run with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to put him in that? You put him in a bullshit fucking Wicker Man yeah. remake? He'll <laughs> run it right into the People ground. People like to talk shit about Nick Cage, but he's an amazing performer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, like without a doubt. I mean, he's bonkers, but he knows what energy he's bringing. To yeah, things. but that's the yeah, thing. He's not it's, stupid. He knows exactly. what he's doing. It's, it's kind of genius. Yeah, you know, it's it's really brilliant because he is, as you said, he is a great performer, and he will bring something to even the shittiest movies. Like that's kind of what sucks, and why you get pissed off when he does something like I don't know, Rage or Left Behind. Left Behind. Oh my God. Um, knowing is that you just know that he's so much better than this. Yeah, you know it every time. And you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah, like you wanted something about him too, though. That's the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to like? It's always you get those reminders every now and again. And I haven't had it with. I mean, I guess Joe with Nick Joe Cage is, is like about that. yeah. The um, the, he's in uh, he's in the Snowden movie this year. He's in the Snowden. We'll see what happens with yeah, that. That's Oliver Stone. That so all bets are anywhere. Off. <laughs> but I had it with um John Cusack. This year, he's in that Love and Mercy movie, the Brian Wilson mm-hmm. movie, and he's playing like '80s, like fucked up Brian Wilson, and he's awesome in that movie. So, like, you never know what's on the table for these guys. Um, let's do a few more. So, uh, at its now fairy tale, uh, writes in and says, uh, "Do you really rewatch the bad movies or just IMDb it?" We rewatch it. We watch every everything. last yeah. darn one. Usually I, twice. Yeah. Well, somebody had said something about uh, you know whether or not you know have do you guys watch stuff and or like have you ever watched a movie for the show and said oops it's not an episode that happens kind of a lot. You oh know yeah. What I mean we're always we have a, a, a pretty terrible farm system where we all <laughs> subject ourselves to terrible shit and then. We, you know, somebody else has to vet it, kind of a thing. It's a two party system. Yeah, like yeah, we, right. we, so someone picks a movie and then we pick another of us to rewatch it also. Two if, keys, not exactly the same time. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but, but both keys have to be turned. Exactly. Um, so at UT Chicago says, who would play you in a terrible biopic? You know, uh, I realized just this week that I'm the perfect mixture of Greg Grunberg and uh, what's that other guy? Zach Orth. So either or, uh, probably more Zach Orth, I think. Yeah, but both of those guys are way taller than me. So maybe it's like, maybe you could do a little, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings kind of thing. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> 
you fuck. You know what? Here I am being honest and talking about Zach Orth and Greg goddamn Grunberg. You know what? He was being honest, too, and he was talking about Chris Hemsworth, so what are you going to do about it? Um, I would, I mean, I would like to say Louis C.K., but it's probably more Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> Probably where we're landing. I would, I would say, <laughs> I would say, just because everybody, like, I get this a lot, and like, I've been harassed by teenagers on the subway about this. Like Zach Galifianakis, if you get me with like, like longish hair, the beard's big, and I got sunglasses on, I will be on the subway, and children will be like, "It's the motherfucker from the Hangover." <laughs> That's, but I think half of the time people are confused, and half the time people are just fucking with you. No, I know. <laughs> Just, oh, it worked. That's what it, dude. It was that time on the subway. I was listening to a like nice genteel episode of the Tobolowski Files, and in my periphery, I could see kids pointing at yeah, me, yeah. and I just like like very closely like got my iPod out and paused it, and it's the motherfucker from the Hangover, and I was like. Put it back on. Don't start crying. Yeah, because the kids aren't confused that Zach Galifianakis is on the fucking two trade. They're like. Um, at Gareth Bale 22 says, what's your favorite episode that you've ever done and why? Uh, <laughs> that's a toughie, man. Um, there's been so many we've done. Um, I don't know. I, I think, um, Hyder in the house was a lot of fun. I remember going to do that. Judge Dredd was a lot oh, of fun because yeah. that was like a nice kind of. I don't know when we did it, but it was a nice. I remember nice weather. I got it by four locos. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was a nice time. Yeah. I, I I have a really uh, good memory of doing baby cakes. Uh, oh, yeah. Because it was one of those movies where we just did like find it out of nowhere. It was absolutely. Uh, Steve had some tape. With the other side of which. Had some Roseanne Barr, Tom Arnold football Backfield movie. Backfield in motion. Backfield in motion, motion is what it is. And <laughs> which, I still have the tape. Which did have a song called Backfield in Motion, and it was I think the chorus was Backfield in Motion, baby, and that's it. Oh, Backfield in motion. Was it sung by Tom Arnold? <laughs> maybe. No, probably his brother. Uh, I, a ton, but uh, just on the spot, I'd say I really liked uh, the Butterfly Effect. I think it's a fun kind of a. A fuck you to a movie that's really bad and like <laughs> has a lot of like actual problems with it, not just like oh a movie that just a silly cheesy movie. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's a piece of shit. I would say for me it was Halloween three because Ooh. Halloween three. I remember recording the episode and just knowing like one we're really creating a weird world that's just like us being really stupid about stuff, but also like. It was a time when we didn't have to look at notes. Like, you just did it, and it was like everything was just like flying through that. And it was also, I think, part of a listener request. So that yeah, was like, that was fun. That was one of those fun things. All right. So we'll do one more here and then we'll wrap it up. Um, so at 005 says, So all of the movies you've done, of all the movies you've done, uh, which one would each of you recommend for a group viewing of a good, bad movie? Um, Battle for Endor. Yeah, the, yes. e the Ewoks to Battle for Endor. That's the, that's with Brimley. Yes, yes, with Wilfred Brimley, where he's he's doing a bunch of stuff in the Star Wars universe. Uh, <laughs> I would say Chopping Mall. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a chip shot a little bit because it's like it's so like exactly bad movie, but like <laughs> it's a good party movie. You can have a lot of fun with that. Uh, I'm gonna say Hard Target. Ooh, oh yeah, go goddamn it, all. It just, all of it. Oh, both Brimleys here. Yeah, 
Um, me one hundred times yes. Hider in the house. Yeah, it's a great time. One because we did a live commentary of that once, and it was like one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so that is WHM two hundred. Check out the other shows on the Sideshow Network, sideshownetwork.tv. Uh, for more information about WHM, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at WHM Podcast. Write in the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Clue for next week's episode Patrick Dempsey. Oh, shit. Patrick Dempsey, everybody. And before you start trying to guess it, we already did Scream 3. And just a quick uh, thank you to everybody who ever listened to the show. Oh, yeah. Promoted the show. I don't think we would have done 200 episodes if people weren't listening. No, not at all. Ta- yeah, not in the least. <laughs> um, so we really appreciate any and all support we get. And you guys are awesome. And thank you so much. Ditto. <laughs> yeah, what that guy said. Uh, we do it because you listen. Keep telling your friends about it. And we will keep making episodes. So until next week with Patrick Dempsey, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Thank you and take it easy.